Okay, welcome to Autonomous Unity on the Solidarity with Autonomy Network. We're doing the sixth tradition today. Have on the line with us uh, Billy A. from Allentown. Okay, so tradition six, an NA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the NA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, or prestige divert us from our primary purpose. And, you know, we got some questions on Radio Free NA from that. Uh, I'll let you kick it off and take it away, Bill. Well, it seems uh, these questions are duplicates almost, okay, that are here. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to uh, start off. Here is the questions we have so far. How do we act towards other fellowship? Is working with them to share our message endorsement? What is the spiritual principles within the sixth mission? How does it apply? To, how does the home, which should be home group, apply yeah. these principles, okay? Let me get that corrected there. Someone left home group out. Um, uh, what is an endorsement implied or indirect endorsement? How do we endorse what is a related facility? How do we avoid endorse them as NA groups? How do we finance outside enterprises? How has money prestige interfered in NA services? Has it diverted us from our primary purpose? How does your NA home group uphold these principles held within the sixth tradition? Um, how can this be avoided? If any endorsement of any kind, Nas and Hazleton, for example, happen in our fellowship, what's the best way to deal with this in your home group? Here's a loaded question for you guys. It says, an NA, NA home group ought never endorse finance or lend the NA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, less problems of money, property, or prestige divert us from our primary purpose. What about the service for NA? Should they be endorsing finance or lending the, our name to related facilities or outside enterprise? Um, can, can you explain how we make sure it is known, a known function, et cetera, is a service for NA? What about the clubhouses? If these questions they were posted before I added, and that's okay. So that's where that they're duplicated from that point down, okay? Okay. Right. So that's the point we're going to go to today, okay, with this, okay? All right. right on. If so, you wouldn't mind, I'd kind of like to address that service issue right off the bat because it seems to be a, a major point of confusion unless you wanted to – the one that talks question. about uh, – how groups, it says groups ought never endorse finance lend the NA name and what about services? Cause they're not mentioned as being prohibited. And it's funny. I've been, I've been thinking about this the last few days and I've, I've known the answer to that for quite a while, but for some reason that one had just been on my mind. I knew it was going to come up. Okay. But it just seemed important because yeah, yeah, that'd work. Um, basically, uh, and I'm going to clear right? some. If they thought it was a loaded question, but it's really not because it's a simple I'm answer. I'm saying that's um, the one they said was a loaded question. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Okay, and so I could definitely see why someone would, would think that's a loaded question for sure. Um, okay. I, one thing I want to address, there, there's this perception in N.A. that services are part of N.A. Uh, and sometimes we'll even have these debates among traditionalists. And, and the the line that's most commonly used is, well, when the traditions are talking about the groups, they say the groups. So uh, it, it, basically the argument is made that if it doesn't say the groups, NA as a whole is everybody. Um, going back to that tradition, Tradition 4, 
NA as a whole is all of the groups. It's other groups or NA as a whole. So it's other groups or all of the groups. These traditions are set up in a very specific order and not the same reason that the steps were. The steps, if I, if I try to do a step four without doing a proper step three, I'm going to run into trouble. If I, I can't do a step five without doing a step four. So can a group collect the seventh tradition if they don't have a, a full grasp on tradition six? Of course they can. Uh, that doesn't mean they're not going to make mistakes, but they're in in order because we start off addressing, we're building NA from the ground up as we go through these traditions in order. It addresses, uh, number one, that we need to be unified and, and not fighting with each other. And when you look deep into readings, it's talking about actually within our home groups the way we need to be unified. It's talking about the groups all the way up until now. The reason services are not mentioned is because until we get to traditions eight and nine, service centers and services for NA simply do not exist in the traditions yet. There is no entity in the traditions that can be granted that authority other than the groups. When we get to traditions eight and nine, we start talking about what NA may create to help carry out the business of NA as long as they are exclusively for NA. Those things are not NA. But the reason services are not prohibited from lending the NA name to any related facility or outside enterprise in tradition six is because Services have no, they haven't even been addressed yet. They have no authority. The only authority in Narcotics Anonymous, if we go back to tradition two, is the home groups. And actually the only authority is a loving God. The only place that is expressed is at the group level. So there is simply no, if there's no need to address whether or not these services have the authority or prohibit them from having a, a authority they never had in the first place because it's simply not there. It's like prohibiting me from lending money from Billy's bank account to uh, somebody else. I don't have the right to do that in the first place. I don't have the authority to do that in the first place. And it goes without saying that Billy's money is not my fucking money. That being said, there is no authority for, for these services to do anything. We haven't even created the services yet as we go through these traditions. Services are a tool for NA. And as we talk about these traditions all the way up through Tradition 7, we are talking solely about the home groups because the services simply have no authority to do anything because they haven't been addressed or created yet in these traditions. And we go further down, and once we get past Traditions 8 and 9, we do get these all-encompassing things that, that talk about uh, uh, that NA has no opinion on outside issues, things of that nature, uh, and that would apply to anybody in service, and all these apply to anybody. Again, it all goes through the home groups, but... They, they actually do go back and address these all-encompassing things. If we have no opinion on outside issues, how can we endorse, how can a service body endorse something from outside? Anyway, that... Uh, okay, this is real simple, this one, like you said, Chubbs, okay? The sixth tradition is in as an NA group never endorsed finance or lend the NA name to any related facility or outside enterprise less problems of money, property, or prestige divert us from our primary purpose. And uh, it's real simple, okay? It's like you said, it's an NA home group. It's not talking about uh, where we create service committees in the ninth tradition. Uh, you know, when you think about that there, but the problem is, okay, as groups try to carry out their primary purpose, okay, is where, like you said, the, the traditions can be applied at different points of time, uh, and we jump around a lot as groups. You know, when we look at the 12 traditions, we're already looking at that ninth tradition and uh, setting up 
committee structure within the home group, how to carry our primary purpose. We start talking about carrying our message. Groups start talking about putting their uh, their meetings into outside facilities, okay, that sometimes there's a fine line, and then you have NA members try to get uh, groups involved in in, in um, clubhouses and et cetera and et cetera and et cetera, where there's a fine line that we draw when we cross these issues. And, uh, you know, that's the problem here, uh, you know, where we caught up in if, uh, you know, well, you know, there is, it ain't about our services here, but it's about how we apply our services sometimes within other facilities is where we have to watch. You know, and that's my concern when we're dealing with this issue alone and getting caught up in it. And I know a lot of NA members have done this. They got caught up in it setting up clubhouses. And then for the clubhouse to survive, they need them NA NA home groups. Uh, You know, sometimes they try to get raise their rent, raise funds for them. Uh, promote their functions within them facilities, okay? And home groups, that's where home groups have to draw a line and say we're not promoting these functions that are being held by, uh, you know, by the clubhouse itself. Because then we're endorsing the right. clubhouse instead. And that's the area. Yeah. If your meeting's meeting in there, uh, you're not to announce clubhouse functions. You're not, you may announce NA functions that may be held in that clubhouse that your maybe your home group is hosting, okay, but not the facility to raise funds for the facility, and that's where you, you know, it draws a fine line. Other fellowships, it draws a fine line with that also because you're meeting in there, and there's uh, and a lot of times there's other fellowships meeting in that same facility, and you you cross sometimes you cross the line there, and you have to watch that and not endorse what's going on in that facility either. You're there for that purpose, whatever you're renting that facility for that time frame, and uh, it's all about Narcotics Anonymous. It has nothing to do with what else is meeting in that facility, and that's what you have right. to watch when, when you're in them facilities. Okay, halfway homes, uh, recovery houses, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that NA members get involved in. Okay, you have to watch it. Your groups aren't endorsing these things because, oh, they're NA members, so let's help them. You know, and that's right. where you have to watch in this area, okay, that we're not endorsed, we're not getting involved in their financial issues there. Uh, we ha- have a set rent that we're paying, and that's all we do. We pay that rent, okay? What goes inside our meeting from them that time frame, if we're meeting there at 8 o'clock, well, we want to be able to... Uh, 7.30, we want, uh, you know, our space already, our, our 7 o'clock, our space for us. And, you know, for an hour before the meeting or an hour after the meeting, we want time where we can fellowship, okay, in that space. So you have to negotiate that time frame to be able to do that, okay? Uh, yeah. If you can't do that, and then you have to make sure that you're uh, meeting somewhere else afterwards to fellowship. Hey, we're all going to the restaurant tonight. Not endorsing the restaurant you're going to, but, you know, we found out there's a restaurant that has a unlimited coffee pot, okay? All right? Yeah. So we, we, we'll, we'll go there and we'll uh, get the back end of the restaurant, okay, to meet the fellowship, okay? Uh, but each member is responsible to pay for their share while they're there, okay, because we're using their tables, okay? 
Um, right. But we're not endorsing that facility at all. We're meeting there to fellowship, and that's what we're doing to get together. Since we couldn't do it if we're meeting in a clubhouse and they won't give us that time frame, we need to get out of that place at that moment and make sure we go somewhere else with our newcomers to fellowship with them, okay? You know, and, uh, right. that's where we have to watch these type of things when we're involved in this here. Uh, our services have nothing to do with this this tradition here. We are not, you know, we're not to the point where we have created our service. Although we're wrapped up in our primary purpose of carrying the message and how we carry the message at that point, uh, services are created in the ninth tradition, as you're saying, and we'll get more in depth about that when we go over the ninth tradition. Right. So I think you're Most right. Definitely. This is a really clear tradition. Yeah, I, I with those. I, I'll just say because we got a little into that that uh, clubhouse issue. Our, our literature does address the clubhouses and, and explain very clearly what those are and why those are separate and not part of NA and not necessary to NA. Uh, they're just like anything else. Your group can use a hospital. Your group can rent a church. Your group can rent whatever they want to meet. That's all the clubhouse is. Um, yeah, I would only add, you know, when you go out into that clubhouse after the meeting, if, if you're your home group's hanging out, you're no longer in an NA meeting. You're, it's like when you go to the restaurant and you're, you're ordering coffee at a restaurant. If you're sitting around that clubhouse at their coffee bar or whatever it is and or at a table ordering coffee, you're now just in that, that clubhouse's restaurant. This is not an NA function. Um, I think the main issue with this uh, tradition comes when, we talked about this before, when groups actually delegate away their authority to the service structure which seems to be the main problem in NA, and with these concepts, everything is delegated to the service body to do it for the groups, and that simply does not work. The primary purpose of the service body is not to carry the message. The primary service purpose, and this is Tradition 9 stuff, but the primary purpose of a service body is to carry out the directions of the groups as they figure out or or, or seek from a loving God how to carry the the, the message. The, the service body does not have the same primary purpose as a group. They do what the group tells them, and that's all. All right, so we, uh, I don't know if you want to jump up to the top of the list. Or, yeah, we'll start yeah. at the top of the list. We've, we've finished that. Here are some questions we have so far. How can we act towards other fellowships? How, how, how do we act towards other fellowships? First of all, I'm not involved with other fellowships, okay? That's the first issue. Our home group is not involved with other fellowships, okay? Do we got members that walk in from other fellowships? When they do that, we treat them with respect because they're, they're addicts, okay, and they're looking for, a, for help for some reason that they're walking through our doors, okay? All right. Wow. Uh, so, something usually isn't, they're not, usually not getting something from the other fellowship that they're in and they're, se- and they're searching yet, okay? Right. Uh, you know, and I understand when it comes to this tradition, okay, uh, you know, uh, people like to get into that, you know, the difference between endorsing and cooperating, okay? Uh, <laughs> yeah, and that's that's yeah. a fine line we draw there again, okay? Uh, yeah. You know, I, as a home group, we don't talk about other fellowships at all. They, they're in non-existence in our purpose, okay? Is there lines that are crossed at times, and we got to be very aware of it, okay, uh, that we're not crossing them lines up? It, the cooperation stuff, that's something that was tried years ago, and uh, well, if uh, you know, if 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 girls show up, uh, and it always was girls, it could be men too, from another fellowship, okay. Uh, and I'm talking, I'm not, I can't name it specifically, but it was an eating disorder, okay. Uh, right. 
you know, uh, after the meeting, okay, after the group is closed, I may sit down and talk with them and refer them where they can get help because it's not in our room. They don't have a drug issue, okay? Yeah. All right. And uh, so I may re- let them know there's another fellowship out there for them, okay, without uh, endorsing them and just let them know where they can find that at and give them a call, okay? They might be able to help. Right. But that's as far as I go with that. As a member, that's as far as I'll go with that there area. I don't get into endorsing that fellowship. They may be able to help, but however, if you don't have a drug problem at all, really, I'd like to help you, but there's no help we have here for you, okay? And they'll come up, well, can't we use the steps? Of course you can use the steps, okay? Uh you know, if if you don't want to call that other place up, maybe you want to start another fellowship on your own, okay? All right? Yeah. But it's not here. You know, and, and that's the same problem I know they're dealing with overseas with uh, rehabilitation centers, basically send them gamers and everything to the NA program, and these kids don't have drug problems. They have, you know, this new, what they want to new, call a new addiction, gaming, Okay. And they're obsessed yeah. with it. Their lives are being disrupted. Their parents think their lives are being disrupted with it. And their parents could be clearly right, but it's not of any of my opinion. But they don't fit in Narcotics Anonymous, okay? They don't have a drug issue. So maybe you might want to consider looking for other places for yourself or create a fellowship for yourselves. And I'll gladly, uh, you know, go over and sit down with you privately on how to start another fellowship for yourselves. I'll share information yeah. with you on how we do things, but I'm not going to endorse what you're doing, and here it is, okay? And I'll give them all uh, public information, uh, things that they could do, or H&I things that they could do of my experience, uh, but that's as far as I'll go with them issues, okay? I don't get wrapped up in them. My home group don't endorse it, uh, but we do it privately or after the meeting away from the facility. Hey, let's get together over coffee and let's talk about this because you don't fit here. I don't want to hurt them. I don't want to drive them away, but yet they don't fit in Narcotics Anonymous, okay? And that's right. how I deal with that issue. So, yeah, and cooperation probably shouldn't go any further than providing information people need. That's what it's always been, public information. That's cooperation with outside inter- – that's all that ever was intended to be and why it wasn't called public relations was was that we, we're just providing information. And that's as far as the cooperation goes. As soon as we start doing for them, now we're actively involved with them, and that is, that's beyond cooperation. You know, that, that's active involvement, and that probably gets into other traditions. I know that gets into other traditions as well. But, uh, you know, one thing I want to clear up for people that I hear a lot in the rooms is um, we don't have – people will, will think they're following the traditions and they won't want to name another fellowship while they're sharing. <clears throat> but they'll start talking about the sister fellowship or the sister fellowships or the mother fellowship or the, the mothership. We don't have any of that shit. We don't have sister fellowships or brother fellowships. We don't have a mother fellowship. We don't have – N.A. is the mother fellowship. It, N.A. Is, is our mother. It, it's, it's, it's where we're at to be safe. It, it's what's saving our lives. There's, there's none of that. We talk about when, – when we're talking about our history, we have a predecessor fellowship, but I don't even feel like that should come up in a recovery meeting. It's confusing to newcomers. You know, when we're talking about our predecessors in, in, in our history, that's one thing. But that's that's all, all they are is, is predecessors. Um, without getting into other outside issues, there are predecessors. Most nations have a predecessor nation. Often they separate from them 
through through acts of violence and war. Uh, just because there's a predecessor doesn't mean they're necessarily still connected. It can be a good relationship. It could not be, but uh, we don't have mother fellowships or sister fellowships or any of that stuff. And as far as someone's involvement in other fellowships, I'll be the last person to tell them you can't be in another fellowship, but I'll be the first person to tell them whether you're not a member of any other fellowship is irrelevant at our meetings. It, it shouldn't be – I shouldn't hear in a meeting about – whether or not you're a member of another fellowship any more than I should hear about what your religion is. It's, it's an outside issue like anything else. Right there is what's up. You brought that up, Jobs, okay? And it was just brought up and proposed mm-hmm. to me today because he didn't, he didn't send the question, but he called me up and he knew we were doing this tradition, and we talked about it, and he says, uh, there's something going on at these, and these supposedly conventions for Narcotics Anonymous and they're in their vicinity, okay? And actually, at, right at the same time in the meeting, they're doing it also, and they're doing this uh, recovery yoga at conventions. Uh, yeah. And yeah. that's where we're crossing the line. The convention committee is direct, supposed to be directly accountable to the home groups that have set that committee up to provide that service that they want. And there should be no form of outside forms of meditation at that function at all, and uh, and then what they're doing at the same time in the meetings, they're setting up these recovery uh, yogas and recruiting people from NA to come learn how to do recovery yoga, and they're charging them five hours for the the session. Yeah, you know, and uh, no, in no form should any NA group ever endorse that recovery yoga stuff, because you're talking getting involved in another form of religious uh, stuff. And, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, there's different forms of yoga in the United States, but we're not here to endorse that at all in any form. And when they're doing it right. at conventions, they're doing it, uh, you know, in the same facilities as meetings and recruiting NA members and groups are endorsing this, oh, go here to learn how to do your 11th step. We're violating, yeah. our, you know, we're endorsing an outside entity. We're bringing outside entities into our functions, just like the World Convention does now. They bring all kind of outside entities into that function because they're not accountable to groups anymore. And they have left that behind, but yet they they have our name. And by us endorsing that World Convention, even in our meetings, okay, because it's not about recovery. The majority of the convention is not about recovery at all. You know, and, and, yeah. and when, when the convention starts steering away from providing an atmosphere of recovery and uh, bringing people together for that purpose, that then committees that have ceased being directly accountable to groups from providing the message that the groups want provided there. And when they cross the lines of, of all these outside entities, we shouldn't even announce them functions in our rooms. And that's what we have to watch right. also, okay? Yeah. I wanted to cover that yeah, because yeah. you brought that up, and you're, you 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 crossed that 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 threshold there. So I thought this was the proper time to inject it. Oh, most most definitely. You know, I think a lot of people in the United States think of uh, yoga as some generic term or, or a generic type of meditation, and it's really it's really not. Um, you know, we wouldn't set up you know Catholic prayer sessions in our in our meetings, you know, <laughs> or, or Buddhist meditation sessions. The, the type of meditation that, that you use in your recovery is something that is personal to you and is not something that we should be endorsing. 
even if it is some generic term, it's something that originated outside of NA. And it definitely is. But yeah, there are definitely, uh, there's definitely a spiritual tradition that I think a lot of people, at least in the West, are not aware of. Well, I just know it's, it's an area that, that's going on out there and we should discuss these type of endorsements that's going on within our groups. You know, and yeah. uh, I know our group doesn't endorse that type of situation. We don't announce the World Convention at our, at, in our home group. It's an outside, uh, to us, it's an outside organization that's had left our purpose, is no longer fulfilling the purpose of the home groups, and we don't even, we don't acknowledge it, okay? Right. And it even exists anymore, because it's, you know, of what they've done with it. Since they become a corporation in 1985 is when they started the process of becoming a corporation at the World Convention and leaving our purpose or not even connected with the groups anymore in any form. You know, no. they don't even, the, the areas don't host it no more, so it's not accountable directly to the groups through the area. You know, it's a, it's a corporation that's running this thing. Uh, they do, uh, they do, uh, have part, uh, of the region when they go in, they, they have them do some of their footwork, but they're running the whole program and everything. They use the people right. in that area to service them and lock out the people that can't afford to be there. They actually won't let them oh, in the yeah. facility. All right. Yeah, so I've heard it, horror stories it, of that many times. Yeah, but it happened. I was there in Philadelphia. I walked in, and this new this newcomer, they wouldn't let him in the door, and he's going to, to Anthony, you know, or, who, who had the, uh, get in the newspaper and say he's the executive director of Narcotics Anonymous, okay? Not even the right. World Service Office, okay? And he told yeah. him, because the newcomer said, well, why can't I come in? You just let that guy in. And he looked at him and said, well, that's Bill Allen. He does what he wants when he wants. So he not only, he violated my identity when he said it, but he, he let the newcomer know, like, I was being treated specially because of their fear of me, actually, okay? Yeah. And, and when right. we endorse that type of behavior and, send, and announce that for our members to go to this thing, we're sending them into an, an outside entity and a, a political atmosphere because that's what they do anymore. This is a political thing for them to sell literature and them to control. their. It's, it's a corporation with groups now. It's no longer the groups with having a service center. And when we endorse that, we are endorsing an outside entity. And we got into here down below a little bit, okay? Uh, you know, and one of the questions, which I'll get more in depth with when we get to it, but uh, I just want to cross into that because we're there at this moment with this, okay? Yeah. One thing we haven't talked about on this time and people need to realize, you know, outside of the steps and traditions, there's not just the concepts which this entity uses. There's another thing, and, and I haven't read it for, for years now, I think at least two conference cycles, but they used to, and I'm sure they still do in, in the conference agenda track, published something called the NAS Long-Term Goals, and there's nine of these things, and they are so far outside our, our traditions, it's unbelievable. They talk about these commitments to, uh, commitment to world services, uh, you know, that, that seems like it supersedes the commitment to a home group. That one of the most sickening ones is the stated goal is, and it's a direct quote, is a diverse mix of revenue streams. It's like these are not people who are committed to, self-support, uh, and a service body is not self-supporting, but even being directly supported by the groups who are self-supported. They want a diverse mix of revenue streams. Uh, now this gives them total autonomy to do whatever they want. They don't need the groups because, they, quite frankly, they're not financed by us. Most of their money is coming from sales of literature and 
trinkets and things to, to outside entities or to vendors who are, are paying them fees to, to be able to sell to our fellowship. Not to mention the, the corporate uh, sponsorships at these world services I've heard about where they'll let restaurants come in and pay to set up booths and display their names. Now, that's the stuff we got to watch as we're talking about these type of issues, okay, with, with endorsements, with outside enter- yeah. enterprises. Knowledge Corporate is an outside enterprise. It's not a, it, uh, they affiliate themselves with us. They control us in the facts. Like when I, when, when I saw what they were doing in Philadelphia, okay, it was a disaster because the whole thing was geared up for selling literature and having fun. It was, uh, oh, go to this concert, go on this river ride, okay? They were selling these yeah. stuff to make money. They're actually affiliated with outside organizations to make money for their revenue stream that you're talking about. And they use it as a big money-making machine. Even the people who needed, uh, uh, you know, wheelchair-type stuff, okay, to get around, they had a rental place they endorsed for that. You know, uh, yeah. it was just like... Uh, you know, and and it's 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 just like uh, you know we have to be very aware of this type of stuff, you know, and what we're doing within the home group. Yeah. So, and and the next question is working with them to share our message and endorsement. Uh, when we're working uh, to share our message, okay, we're getting into committee structure again. We're getting into public information, and your home group can provide that, okay, public information. That's not working with – it's working with them to to get our message into a facility. I know where they're going with that, with uh, getting our message into, say, a rehabilitation center, a prison, okay? Uh, we're, we're at a – you know, basically are not getting out to go freely to regular NA meetings, okay? So we try to provide information. We try to provide literature there so the addict can get their hands on it and we can go in – and, and provide a public information or an H&I meeting, a panel presentation of what Narcotics Anonymous is, how to find us, and that is not violating our tradition. We're not endorsing that facility. We are carrying uh, our information there. We are providing a service for the group that the group wants to provide. It's like I just got a call yesterday, okay, uh, and I'm going to have to, I'm going to go to the home group about it, but uh, uh, Camilla called me and uh She's the one that runs that long-timer site. And so they got a, yeah. an, an email uh, from a place in Center Valley, Coopersburg, PA. Well, that's right south of me, okay? And it's from a, a long care type of health facility, okay? And they'd like a, um, a meeting brought in for their, their clients, okay? Which we're going to do, I'm taking it to the home group and ask them if they want to take some type of a presentation there and set up a type of meeting that can provide a service for our home group as an outreach there, all right? And, uh, and then we got to uh, look at the facility. If, it, if we want to set a regular meeting in that facility up, okay, with their, their clientele, which uh, it's not part of that facility, but we could rent a space there to start a meeting in there that their clientele could openly participate in that meeting if they if they're if they're addicts okay and want help or we could also set up a public information type meeting where we provide information or set an H&I facility up in there okay and that's what we got to look at so we got to get the information we're not going to affiliate with that or with that place but we're going to do the research on it find out what what's going on there and they reached out for 
for a meeting to be put there, but we got to see what it is. And if there's any tradition violation, then it has to go through H&I, okay? We could provide right. a public information meeting once a week if we wanted to or once every other week or once a month, okay? Uh, you know, we could find out if they can get out to regular meetings, okay? And we could have members pick people up and take them to regular meetings, okay? So we have to look at what's going on there. But working with them is not affiliating with them. It's, it's right. cooperation to provide a service to where addicts are at, and and uh, that's what we're going to look at. It was neat that Camilla called us. Okay, because we haven't heard from her in a few years, and she left us let me know what's going on with the long timers meeting and stuff like that. That they're still part of us. Okay, they're still part of the fellowship service conference, but they have had no one to represent them. Okay, at the conference, yeah. and I told her, well, there's no problem. They're still on our meeting list. We keep that that there. Uh, on on the you know the 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 phone number there for people to access it. So you know I thanked her for that and I thanked her for the services they're providing as a home group and uh, you know thanked them for getting that information to us so we can take care of it and follow up with it. And there's no affiliation with that facility at all. If they reached out for help, we're going to follow through as a home group and decipher what information that's going on there and what type of service we're willing to provide there. If it's starting a, an outreach meeting or if it's doing a public information or an H&I meeting, we have to look at what, what we can provide there. Right. So that's what we're going to look yeah, at. I, I noticed as you're, you're speaking. No, as you're speaking, I'm noticing everything you're saying. You keep going back to we go in there and we provide this information. And, and to me, I said it before, this is the key. If we're, if we're affiliating or endorsing, are we doing any more than providing information about Narcotics Anonymous? Because the, the minute we start adjusting things to fit their program, or, you know, it, it, we're no longer just providing information, and, and now we're, we're going beyond that. As long as we're just providing information about NA, and it might be for you and it might not be, take it or leave it. And a nicer way of saying that is that if you want what we have to offer and are willing to make the effort to get it, then, then here's what we got. <laughs> you know, but that's it. Nobody's forced into NA, and we don't change ourselves to, to – make ourselves acceptable to anybody else. The moment we do that, we're in trouble, and, and we're, we're going beyond the pale of that tradition as well as others. You know, and the next question is pretty simple for me. It says, what is the spiritual principle in the sixth tradition? Uh, it's vigilance. Yeah, it's real simple for me. It's vigilance. How does the home group apply these principles? We're vigilant with going over this tradition within our home group to make sure we do not cross the lines of affiliating ourselves with any other organizations. We, we're vigilant with taking inventory of ourselves to make sure we're not making decisions on, based on emotions that other members might bring, bring in that are affiliated with these organizations, that we don't base any right. of our decisions on emotions. But what is best for the group? Uh, are we crossing the lines here? Are we endorsing? So we're vigilant with going over that. And that's, in my mind, is the key spiritual principle here and how our group is. How do we apply it with vigilance, taking a look at all our traditions, making sure we're not, not crossing the line and not getting into personalities, okay? As it states later in the traditions that we're not getting involved in personalities here. We're not allowing emotions to come into our conscience. We're looking at all the traditions and we're, and we're, and we're vigilant with that there is what we are. Yeah, and I've never been good at assigning here's the spiritual principles behind this. I, I, if I sit down and write about it, of course they're going to come out, but 
there's always going to be more than one. They may change a little from time to time, or I might add to them. And this might sound, it's just my personality and the way things work for me. I love spiritual principles, and I'm all about that. But as far as I don't need, this, this is me personally, understand this, everybody. I don't, I don't need to know a spiritual principle to follow the instructions. The steps, the traditions are, are laid out very clearly. The spiritual principles are something I learn as I follow those instructions. It's not the other way around. If I understood these spiritual principles, I probably wouldn't need NA to begin with. I, I start to understand the spiritual principles of surrender, say, as, as I follow the instructions given to me in step one and, and make these admissions. It, it's, to me, the spiritual principles happen as a result of, of following the, the very simple instructions that the steps and traditions give us. I don't need to know why. I just need to know how. How do I do this? What, what am I to do? And then, hell, anybody in the traditionalist movement, we're not, we're not ones who are blindly following instructions, uh, except with regard to the traditions and maybe the steps. Um, but it, it, it's as simple as that. I, I don't need to know what's at work behind it to do what the tradition's asking me to do, and I will, I will, I will realize what's behind that as I implement these steps and traditions in my life. That's where I become familiar with the spiritual principles, I believe. Well, the, 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 uh, the issue, okay, when we're looking at there is spiritual principles behind every tradition itself. Oh, there definitely, yeah, definitely are. Let, let that. me finish. Let me finish. How we evolved to look at that, okay, uh, is, mm-hmm. uh, is important, okay, uh, mm-hmm. Because it eliminates all the garbage that comes in and out of our rooms if we if we get to the spiritual principle of it. Vigilance okay. is something that we do not have by nature. We're not vigilant except using drugs before we got here. We're very vigilant right. at using, okay? But when we get here, are we rebellious by nature? Because you brought that up. Yes, we are. But through the process of spiritual principles, we learn to surrender and we give up that rebellion, okay? When, and, right. uh, you know, like, uh, in my personal life, there's sometimes I walk away from a situation, okay? And why? Because it's, it's very uncomfortable. Like last night, I had to take my daughter to the hospital, okay? And she was taken back for testing, and I was watching something on the TV, okay? She comes in and looks at what I'm watching and got angry with me. I, I don't want politics hmm. in here, and I'm looking at her like, what is the problem here? You know, and I asked her a few questions, and she got angrier, so I said, I'll see you later. I'll send your mother over, okay? Yeah. You know, I'll take care of your son instead, okay? Because <laughs> this is, uh, you know, I, I learned to surrender and say, I'm not going to have myself in this environment. This is not a good environment. Not only is it not good for me, it's not good for her, you know, because she right. don't need to be angry when she's being uh, – you know, they're trying to figure out what's going on with her, and she's, you know, passing blood through her, you know, uh, through her urine. You know, and I'm dealing with these issues, and how do I surrender? I didn't have that rebellious attitude to have to force myself on her. It's the same thing with right. the group setting. When I'm sitting in the group setting and going over this stuff, I surrender myself, first of all. You know, and when we get within the traditions, I surrender myself. My personality does not come out then. I look at issues instead and separate our personalities, and I'm vigilant at that now. Before, I was really uh, confronting when we sat in group conscious early in recovery. I was confronting, you know, and I was yeah. uh, dividing. It was not helpful for the group when our personalities controlled the group. 
you know, and that's something yeah. that, uh, you know, the spiritual principle will become a part of the we is so important when we're dealing with the tribulation because it's a we effort, it's a group effort. So when, right. when I'm looking at this stuff, I'm letting go of the old and letting the new in now. The new is not fighting. The new is, is, is looking directly at what we're talking about and where does it fit in, how do we do it. So I become very vigilant with that. And, and that stuff we need to be aware of as we're practicing these principles. Uh, because what it talks about when, when the 12th tradition talks about practicing these principles in all our affairs is talking about the 12th traditions. And a lot of people don't even make that connection anymore because they just, these and these, and it wraps around instead. And they n- never really get to the traditions and understanding of the traditions. Instead, they're trying to work the traditions in their personal life. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so we have yeah. to be very aware of that, okay? Right. Yeah, I'm with you, brother. I, like I said, I, I don't think that – I didn't mean to say that the, 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 the there's no principles or the principles are not important, but that if I don't understand the principles, I will if I just follow those instructions. It's not a prerequisite. It's something that comes as I – as I, I live the steps and, and follow the traditions. It's something that the understanding comes as I – uh, follow those directions that are laid out. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't think I disagree with you at all, actually, so let's move on because I don't have anything else to add unless you do. <laughs> well, what is the next question? What is an endorsement, okay? Uh-huh. Mm. An endorsement. It's going to be real simple. I just, I, I, I bought a Dodge truck, right? Yep. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to endorse that dealership and tell you, this dealership got great prices. Go there. That's an endorsement, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. And if I'm endorsing outside organizations, okay, uh, it's real simple. If I'm telling you, hey, go to Alcoholics Anonymous, I just endorse them. Mm-hmm. Simple. If, I, if I'm telling you what rehab to go to, you have addicts come in the room, then I'm watching it in the rooms anymore. In, in a lot of these uh, other meetings, okay, they're endorsing rehabilitation centers. Oh, right? yeah, Openly yeah. in the meeting. They're telling, oh, you've got to go to rehab. Uh, yeah. <laughs> can't, can't you just make it here anymore? And I sit there listening to this crap, and, and I'm telling them, hey, what do, you want about your, what do you want to do about your problem? How can we help? That's our message, yeah, okay? Exactly. Not you need exactly. to go to a rehabilitation well, center. <laughs> Whatever you do, outside, and I know the vast majority of our members probably came through rehab. I didn't, man. I know Narcotics Anonymous works 100%, 100% of the time, those steps. I know they work with, without any other outside help, influence, or assistance because that's how it was for me. I went to a motherfucker at work and said, will you take me to those drug classes you go to? He laughed and took me to an NA meeting, and that's when I got clean. It had nothing to do with. And I'm like I said, I'm not. We don't endorse or oppose. We, we need to understand this. We don't oppose outside entities either. We don't say don't go to treatment, and that's not what I'm saying here. But I am saying that beautiful piece that Jimmy wrote that talks about we we don't recommend long periods of withdrawal from society as other programs have tried. Have we read that lately? Why are we telling people you need to go to treatment for for 30 days or 60 days or or, or six months or whatever the hell it is we're telling them? Why are we recommending a long period of withdrawal from society if that's not absolutely necessary? That's a decision for that addict to make on their own. And when you're ready or you want to surrender enough to come out and deal with the real world on God's terms, here we are. You know, if you need to go to treatment to detox, fine. If you want to pay $30,000 for a basic test, that's your deal, but we'll give it to you for free. <laughs> so my, Sorry, my, my, my problem, 
with this whole implied endorsement of rehabilitation centers that happens in our rooms, okay? They made yeah. it here. They wanted help. And we're redirecting them. We're not giving them help. Yeah. And what we're doing, we're right. sending them into a system that once they make it back here, now we got to go through the whole explanation now. Oh, I, I forgot to tell you that now you're on medication. So now we're going to have to withdraw you anyway. Yeah. It's just like yeah. it's, it's a disaster out there. So why are we even doing that? Well, why can't we, you know, help people the way we're supposed to and share that message that Jimmy shared and what you're sharing instead. Hey, I was the rehab. I was at our halfway home. None of them worked, okay, for me. It didn't yeah. work till I got here, okay? So simple facts, all that stuff. Yeah, it might have been part of my experience, but guess why? It didn't work. If it worked, but, uh, it, it, they oh, didn't give me a cure, okay? They didn't give me a cure. I was more upset than anything, okay? Because they tried to medicate me instead. You know, I was just like, I'm trying to get off drugs, and they want to put me back on drugs. So I didn't get the message till I got the Narcotics Anonymous. You know, and uh, so why am I endorsing this year type of, these type of facilities within the group setting? And tell them, I mean, I listen to these people. Oh, you got to go to rehab. Oh, do you? Can't you make it here anymore? What's going on here, folks? Don't we help yeah. people in that sense? I mean, if, if there is someone that has a medical issue, okay, we might want to get them to a, a medical facility, but, hey, we don't endorse what, where they're going or what they're doing. However, we don't endorse this type of treatment philosophy in our rooms. Right. And, and somebody who needs medical help for something that may or may not be related to their, their drug addiction, that's not something we do in meetings. That's something we come up to somebody after the meeting and say, hey, look, you need help with, hey, buddy, that bleeding ulcer on your leg, yeah, we probably need to get you to the, the fucking ER to get that taken care of. <laughs> you know, it's not, not an NA issue. Let's, let's go take care of your health issues so you can be in this room and, and be healthy and be at, at peace and ease. But, uh, yeah. Oh, one thing I want to address with that that I see often, now, you know, we talk about these traditions before the groups, but, but we are the groups. We are the members. And when we're in our home groups uh, or even in other people's home groups, I need to act according to those traditions as an NA member, and when somebody goes outside of that, we need to lovingly educate. And I, I've talked with many addicts after meetings about this idea, and sometimes even in meetings, and I don't know if that was appropriate or not, but we'll, we'll get these shares. And uh, um, I'm so grateful to Narcotics Anonymous and the Steps Recovery Center or whatever, insert recovery center here. That's kind of a generic term, but I think that's actually the name of recovery center, so I, I didn't mean to do that. But uh, And I'm grateful to Drug Court, and it's like, these are implied endorsements. The gratitude, you can be grateful to those those entities, but it's not what we share in our meetings. That's an implied endorsement, and it, it leads the newcomer to believe that that these, these treatment centers and drug courts are part of what we do, especially the way most meetings are enmeshed with them already through the in, endorsing, uh, the actual putting signatures on drug court slips and, and, and an endorsement, signing your signature. You endorse a check, you... You endorse the back of it, you put your signature on it, you validate it. You put your signature on these court slips as a representative of NA, and you endorse them. And these are, these are all places we have gone long over the years, have gotten wildly out of control. And I swear, I swear to you, I, I, <laughs> there's just no way to prove it, but I, I have been in a meeting and watched a, an actual NA home group that celebrates graduations from drug court. 
It's like, what has that got to do with us? They're celebrating this like it's an N.A. birthday. And it's like, this is a graduation from drug court. We're really celebrating that. What, what has that got to do with us? You know, it, 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 just, it, it really blew my mind when I started seeing some of these things. But that's where it ends up when we start doing things that we think are helpful and, and they're really not. And, and now all of a sudden we're so enmeshed with the drug courts that I've seen meetings where they literally set our agenda, where drug court judges require sponsors to sign steps. It's just ludicrous. They are directing what goes on in our program. Anyway, that's my uh, that, now you Well, now you're going into other areas which uh, – we're getting into implied and indirect endorsement. How do we endorse what is a related facility, okay? And that's all right because they're, they're, that's the way they're, it comes off what is an endorsement, okay? Then they got these series yeah. of questions, okay? And how do we avoid endorsing them as NA home groups, okay? That's a series of questions, right. okay, that we're looking at here. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, we're we're crossing over into the series right now, which is good. So we'll, we'll be done with all them questions right there yeah. during this discussion, okay? Because now you cross yeah. over into the drug courts, which happens a lot with us directly endorsing the courts, uh, the, the court system and the rehabilitation system, okay? There's two areas we cross this line as Narcotics Anonymous, and one is uh, uh, real simple, allowing rehabilitation pe- uh, centers to bring addicts to closed meetings and have their counselors sitting in our rooms, Okay, right. when we allow their counselors to sit in our rooms of a closed narcotics anonymous, then 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 people are under surveillance. Okay, yep, they sure are. They are actually under surveillance. At uh, and when we sign their slips that they were there, now we're endorsing and providing surveillance for either the court system or the rehabilitation system. We are now providing uh, surveillance for their clientele that they're sending to us. We are we are right. now affiliating with them organizations, and that's something I've been talking about for a long, long time. And I'm talking about since the, uh, the early 80s when court systems, were they'd refer people, but they didn't make them sign, so it wasn't an issue, okay? Uh, right, right. And what they used to do back then, they tried to get the sponsor and uh, to, to sit down with the parole agent and build a relationship with the parole agent to work with the parole agent. And I used to tell them, hey, I, I think that's crossing a line. It's an implied endorsement, okay, what you're doing there. Uh, but you need to make sure if you're doing that, that it's not Narcotics Anonymous being used in any form. That's a, an agreement yeah. you, your sponsee, and the parole agent is coming up to, to do, okay. And it has nothing to do with our group, and they need to know our group will not provide that service for them, all right? Whatever right. contract you do outside, that's your business. But when it crosses into our rooms, you got to remember that you are also providing surveillance in our rooms, which is not kosher, and our group does not endorse that behavior. You know, if you're doing that, we don't even want to know about it, basically, okay? Um, that yeah. was early in NA, okay, when they were doing that. And, and then they got bold, and they got the court systems basically to refer people to us with court slips instead. So we're providing yeah. a service for the court system. We're, we're endorsing that behavior, and we are affiliating with the court system as part of their way in their mind to save money for the taxpayers is what they're doing. 
instead of incarceration, they're giving addicts a second chance by sending them through the to Narcotics Anonymous. The problem is, is is not that they're sending them here, is that we're endorsing it. We are actually, and it's yeah. a direct endorsement when we do this as a group. You know, and so we have to be very aware of what we're doing here with this issue. Uh, do we want people here? Yes. Well, we can do stuff through committees, through our, our group meeting, and set the committee up to do a public information meeting within, uh, say, the, the courthouse. And uh, it's mm-hmm. not NA, it's presentations of NA, and we're letting them know about our meetings, and they can send their clients there, and they can sit there with their own clients and provide their own surveillance, okay? And it's not, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's a simple way to handle it, but NA refuses to handle that, okay, because it's, it's affiliation with the corporation and selling literature is more important. Because there is a question here, uh, in this series, okay, uh, how do we finance outside enterprise? Well, we're financing them by endorsing them for the corporation to sell literature. We are endorsing knowledge and corporate to profit off of them outside of us for making money off of these agencies, okay? Uh, yeah. So the profit off of our literature that basically our basic exactly. that we wrote, you know. Yeah. And I look at that as man, we are we have crossed so many lines of of this area of endorsement, implied and uh, you know implied or direct in this area, and it's it's become a promotion of that corporate sales is what we're doing with this whole thing. And our groups have bought and swallowed it like it's line hook and sinker. They're hooked, and they don't even realize right. how bad they're hooked, and they do it through emotions. And if you're not doing this, you really don't care for the addict. And that's the last yeah. thing in the world. We do care for the addict. And how do the groups deal with this? Is by meeting as groups and talking about this issue and how we can provide services uh you know, public information services and H&I services, okay, uh, that when they're ready, we're here for them. When they're ready, when they make a decision to come to us for help, we will provide that, that, that the information to get them to this point. But we cannot be crossing these lines promoting a literature sales corporation, and that's like knowledge and corporate are, are uh, uh, being thrown fear by a corporation like Beers, threatening another corporation like Knowledge, saying, well, if you don't do this, we're going to set our own recovery meetings up instead, and we'll write our own book. Well, who cares Which would have been perfect. <laughs> that would have right. solved the problem. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the issue. Yeah, great. You guys should go ahead right. and do that. Do your own thing because we're going to do ours. Great. Right. And that's what they threaten Nas Incorporated no. with, okay? And then Nas tells our fellowship, we're going to affect their bottom line by if we stop continuing this stuff and changing our philosophy on the medication issue also, okay? So they want right. us to alter our whole, our whole uh, philosophy for financial gain. Yeah. What's going on out there? And the fellowship don't even realize it because they played us a big emotional game on them. And that's what the World Convention becomes is that emotional game. You know, and, and when they train, they're, they're, not, they're no longer sharing information about uh, working together as, as, as groups and areas and regions that now they're uh, directing and providing workshops on how you do these things from the corporate mentality instead. 
Right. So they left that whole philosophy of groups getting together like we're doing at the Fellowship Service Conference of sharing information together to find solutions. That's not happening anymore. Instead, they're directing it and providing their teaching services instead on how to do this, which is totally to promote the corporate mentality. So we are directly financially supporting a corporate uh, financial gain that's that's involve the governments and, and drug rehabilitation systems in the world to profit off them. And we're endorsing that financially by doing that. Right. I, I talked about this in another podcast that was strictly about literature. It's it just simply the minute we mark literature up for profit, we have an issue with the traditions. And I know a lot of people don't like to hear that, but we do because it, it, it is exact, so say my home group is printing, even if the group, it doesn't matter what entity we're we're printing this book, and we're going to mark this up by $5. Well, here's the problem. Well, if we're selling it to NA members, okay, we're still self-supporting, but the minute we sell it to an outside entity for that extra $5, now we are profiting from the NA message through an outside entity. We're not self-supporting. It's the same thing as if we want to put on a car wash to raise money and wash non-addicts' cars. Uh, we're, we're getting outside – we're getting paid to, from an outside entity – and we're outside the seventh tradition at this point. But so then the next step is, well, let's give the court, then we won't sell, we'll sell it to the corporations at a cost. Well, now you're directly financing this outside entity because they are getting a discount that your regular NA member cannot get. Quite simply, the only thing we should be doing when we're selling our books is selling them for the cost to print them. And I'm talking about when we're selling to other home groups and when we're selling to to people outside the fellowship who can use this information, it needs to be for cost. When it's, it's just to that still-suffering addict, we got no business charging them. Here's the book. It's free. Well, I can afford to pay for it. Well, there's the basket if you want to make a donation. If you want to help support this, just make sure you're a member of NA. Consider yourself an NA member before you pay for that book or put money in that basket. But, but I, the minute we mark literature up, we run into the problems with the sixth and seventh traditions. And it's not something people people always want to pigeonhole our history, like we never made mistakes. We did, even even the, when we had it mostly right, we were making mistakes. You know, we're really not about old school NA. We're about traditionalist NA because we made mistakes in the old school too. Right, you hit a hit a button there, okay? Because everyone keeps trying to say, let's go back to where we were at. Well, where we were at was having problems, okay? The minute we... Where we're at got us to where we are now. (laughs) Right, right. And people need to realize that. We need to correct what we did is what we need to do as we're forming new as we're doing. And uh, we we need not endorse these outside organizations and, and, and separate ourselves from these organizations. And it's hard when they put an NA name on it, but we're lending our NA, our, our NA name to knowledge and corporate by allowing them to continue having our name on it, okay? They're, they're supposed to be World Service Office, and they put NA in front of it, okay? All right? Right. And, and uh, you know, it, it's uh, when the minute that these fellowships did not rise up and say, remove our name, we endorsed them. By allowing yeah, that we to did. continue, we continuously endorse a board of directors that's an corporation today and an office that has 
a director that had veto power over its own board. We have endorsed that behavior, and that's something people don't look at. And they they don't want to talk. Remember at the conference I said we need to talk about the white elephant in the room, folks, that were at the conference? This is one of them white elephants that's in the room that we allow mm-hmm. to continue that causes so much disunity within the fellowship, trying to control the fellowship from growth. Because they're not concerned about the growth, they're concerned about the financial gain. It, even when they venture into a country, they're translating, and the translations are totally wrong. They don't fit with the country's language, even okay. And they're doing you, you it. You brought up own. earlier. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. They, Sorry. They, they do it to own that property because they look at our as our literature as property. They don't look at it as right. recovery tools, okay? We look at it as recovery tools in, in the fellowship service conference that we're involved in. It's it's a recovery tool. So right. let's let's you share and I'm gonna flip over and come right back, okay? All right? Yeah, I was okay. yeah, I was just gonna All mention right. you you had brought up yeah, go ahead. Bill had brought up earlier um this idea that in other countries we're we're getting a lot of people sent to us that are or have no drug issues, that they're addicted to video games or, or whatever it may be. Uh, and, and I think it's, uh, I think it's the Dutch Fellowship where the, when our book was translated and, and our, when basically when the corporation went in, they didn't name us Narcotics Anonymous. They named us Anonymous Addicts. And it became this very gener- generic thing to where the name itself does, does not protect our singleness of purpose and, and that this is about the symptom of drug addiction and dealing with, with this particular manifestation because that's what we as, as, as drug addicts need. Uh, and I'm sure the rationale is something to the effect of, well, if you, you say narcotics and audit, that, that doesn't make sense in Dutch. Well, it doesn't make sense in English. A narcotic in English is still, <laughs> it, it's, a, it's an inanimate object. It doesn't describe the person. Uh, you know, but to, to, you, you could say uh, anonymous drug addicts if you wanted to, to make it grammatically correct. But, but our, our name in English, where our fellowship originated, is not grammatically correct. I don't know if that was a mistake. And uh, reading some of the old communications, it does seem like uh, that possibly was. Uh, they would use the narcotic the way people the, – the, some people were using the, the term narcotic the way they, they use the term alcoholic because of the IC on the end and not realizing – the narcotic references substances and and not the people using them. Uh, but regardless, this has been intentionally done to bring in outside issues. Uh, the book Living Clean is a compendium of outside issues. And I'm I'm talking about the one that, that Nas paid professional writers to write, uh, not not uh, anything groups or fellowship members were working on prior to. But you've got this Living Clean book, and it's a bunch of outside issues that now all of a sudden we're going to discuss shopping addiction and overeating addiction and sex addiction in our rooms uh, as opposed to working on those things personally through our 12th step with our sponsors. Uh, it, it destroys our singleness of purpose, and it is an attempt to be all things to all people because it's a bigger bottom line. When you're talking about Holland, it's happening in Russia. It's happening in all other countries of the world where their translations are not right, Okay. Uh, they're just not right. They're removing pieces of the book or of the literature that we wrote. The basic text right. has been totally altered. It's worse than the fourth tradition, I mean, the fourth uh, edition fiasco, actually, in these other countries. Because philosophies are being changed, okay, 
and it's not even our message, a lot of it, because of these philosophies being changed. And it's directly, they set a whole system up overseas that's directly accountable to the corporation instead of to, the, to their home groups is what they've done. Right. And a, yeah. a lot of confusion, and I'm so surprised when so many addicts have risen up and know there's something wrong. They're saying, we know there's something wrong, we just didn't know it. And he went online and, and found us, okay? And now they're working yeah. with us instead and we're working with home groups instead, and they're developing stuff, and now the corporate world is so appalled that they're attacking these groups now and, and saying they're not Narcotics Anonymous, which it's, it's totally wrong when the group itself defines itself and if they're within the 12 traditions, they're Narcotics Anonymous. But the corporate right. world and their, their corporate structure that these groups are endorsing is now doing a full frontal attack on groups in England and Holland and different parts of the world, okay, in Sweden. They're doing frontal attacks on them which is totally yeah. wrong. You've got a corporation leading attack against NA home groups because they choose to read old literature and translate their literature themselves. It was written by us, right. for us, and they got this full frontal attack, and these other groups, the majority of groups, are endorsing this structure that's doing this and this corporation, which are violating our traditions, okay, when they do this here without even realizing it because they, 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 the whole system has been reverse, and if you start to see the process of this system and the reversal of the system, actually started in 81, 82, 83. And when it started is when they, when they transferred Bob Stone from the parliamentarian, okay, and that's when they first started, when they brought him in to be the parliamentarian. Jimmy brought him in, actually, okay? Yeah, yeah, I knew to, Jimmy had. And Jimmy brought him in, and then they, he, he helped a couple other members steal some rehabilitation systems, and they rewarded him with the office job and the manager. And you can read his book on that issue. And you'll see where the line started to get crossed already with a corporate mentality, and that's what they brought him in for to set the corporate mentality up, okay? And to operate as a corporation and separation, they were actually separating the, 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 the structure and the the office from the fellowship, and they were reversing it where the fellowship thought they had a voice where they, 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 they got it to the point where the fellowship just follows suit instead through this whole process. Right. And they operate this way and continuously operate this way, and NA home groups keep endorsing it. And, and they, they keep endorsing an outside entity through this process because when we get to this point that they're asking different questions, should, should, they be in for, should they be endorsing financial lending and into outside enterprise? No. You know, uh, you know it's, it's that type of – when you start reading these questions and they're so interconnected, it's amazing how these – you know, a housing yeah. uh, diverted us from our pur purpose. Groups are no longer sitting down after the meeting and talking about how to get our message to, to in, into facilities anymore because the corporation is doing it. And they're not talking about doing public information because the corporation is doing it. So you're, you're allowing a corporation to do this public relation work instead, okay, and direct and uh, you know their fellowship on how they are to treat people when they walk in and out of our doors, and that's making sure you're part of this endorsement process. You're endorsing the outside enterprises to keep the fund flow running is what you're doing. And that's how it's diverting us, okay? It's diverting us from our prime purpose to help addicts that still suffer. That's our primary purpose, to help them. And yet, well, yeah. we've turned it 
upside down, and the corporation is doing this stuff, and it's all about that their that revenue, that, them streams of revenue instead. You know, something that's right. totally outside of us, and that's what it's become. And we got to start talking more more about this white elephant in the rooms and get and reverse this process and how to do it. And people don't realize, say, well, I don't want to separate from. No, you're not separating from narcotics. You're running to narcotics anonymous. Look at that to reverse. You are not separating from narcotics anonymous. You're running to narcotics anonymous and separating from a corporation that's profiting usually off of our works. And now they're See, writing their own work on top of it. Or now they're right. And now they're now they're writing their own literature that's uh, basically changing our message instead. It's not even our message right. they're putting out there anymore. And the, and then you got the confusion in the groups now that's immense. And that's the stuff we got to be aware of. What has happened to this process? And the only way to take it back is get back to the home groups, get back to the traditions, stop the endorsing, and start empowering home groups again. And that's what these questions lead to. I mean, I'm just so amazed the way they're written. You know, I never realized that they're, you know, they go over these questions because these are basic questions have been altered a little bit, okay, that were put in to uh, basically write a tradition book, questions on this tradition to get you thinking about it, to start looking at it, basically, to create that creative atmosphere and looking at the traditions and looking on how your group is involved with these areas, okay? Right. And it's more in-depth than ever now that I'm reading it. I'm like, whoa, it's blowing my mind now, okay? Yeah. Uh, people don't understand, too, that this whole idea of, you mentioned earlier, Narcotics Anonymous, they put Narcotics Anonymous in front of World Services. When they originally filed for a, a, the, the corporate entity, I think it was Jimmy and Greg that did it, but it was World Service Office Incorporated. It wasn't that these two men were so dumb that they didn't think to use the name Narcotics Anonymous World Services Incorporated. That was a familiar term within our fellowship at that time. It was... It, or the Narcotics Anonymous World Services was, it was an unofficial term, but you will even see it on old literature, sometimes the NAWS, but it will say Narcotics Anonymous World Services. That was not the official name of anything. That was a, a clarification that these are the world services uh, used by the Fellowship of Narcotics Anonymous. The reason they did not put that in the name when they filed is because they knew it was outside the traditions. They knew that a corporation is a standalone entity that has legal standing almost like a person other than it can't, can't vote in an election. And, uh, <laughs> you know, a corporation can go bankrupt like a person. A corporation can insulate the people involved in it from, from uh, financial responsibility should things go south. Uh, it, it's a, a legal entity that is standalone. They knew that. There's a very specific reason we did not register the corporate name as Narcotics Anonymous World Services to begin with because they knew it was outside the traditions. They knew the problems that it would cause. And, and you look at it now, there was a question about how do, how do money, property, and prestige, how do, these, you know, how do these things come about and divert it from our primary purpose? You need only look at the NAS structure. Anytime they're communicating with us, half the time it's about money. The other half the time, <laughs> with very few exceptions, it's about intellectual property. Who owns this property? Who's going to profit from this property? And as far as the prestige goes, if you're involved in the mainstream fellowship, how are world board members viewed? They're, they're rock stars. 
within the mainstream fellowship. People dare not question their opinions. They're they're well, treated as some sort of spiritual gurus. It, it's extremely prestigious. People well, actually want to be the chair of the area. That's that's a huge responsibility. <laughs> when you're asked to chair anything, it should be like, oh my God, I don't know if I want to do that or if I can do that. God help me. But now it's a prestigious thing, and people actually want to do it. Well, right here, Chubbs, you meant rock stars, okay? Let me tell you something, mm-hmm. okay? You can get it right from their own mouth. When they went to Iran for 30 days, okay? Becky Myers, your, exec- your assistant executive director of the office, okay, said, we are like rock stars. The board and, and, and Anthony and her were like rock stars in Iran. Yep. Yeah, it's like they view themselves as rock stars. They view themselves as above the rest of the fellowship, and they know better for us. And that's what people need to be aware of, okay? They are not rock stars or addicts that are playing a real big doping move to support their living, okay, is what they're doing. Yeah. And the control of power, prestige, money, power, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. And they have, by that corporation, has diverted the whole fellowship from its primary purpose. Our only purpose is to carry the message. That's our purpose. How we do it can be discussed in the home groups. How we communicate can be discussed in the home groups. Not being directed by a corporation coming down on us. How do you avoid that there? It's by starting these grassroot movements of learning to communicate within a home group itself and how you interface with the traditions. How are you applying these traditions within your group setting and not allowing this to continue? Uh, we had to totally separate from that structure because it's not fulfilling our primary purpose. And we are fulfilling it through uh, discussing it with groups like yours, groups like in Holland, that are participating in the Fellowship Service Conference that we just had and had the most beautiful conference that I've been involved in uh, ever in Narcotics Anonymous outside of the literature movement, okay, when we were writing literature by addicts for addicts, okay, did I feel this way? And I felt the same way leaving last week, and I didn't want to leave. I want to stay where I wish we could have just stayed there for another month, okay? <laughs> All right? Yeah. <laughs> and really talked about group stuff and how we can better our primary purpose when we go home because and how we can better communicate with one another because that's the exciting stuff. And, and that's the way I felt when I left this past weekend. And this is our mission. It's our group's mission is to communicate with other home groups that want to communicate and get things done for, for carrying our message instead. And that's the exciting stuff. I mean, uh, I don't know if Herman's there, but we discussed every question, and we discussed them in detail. It may not sound like they were in order because we went from one to another to another without even reading them. They were read right from the start, and we, we went through them all, actually, already. We touched on every area, and that's exciting to me because they're that connected, them questions, the way they were lined up, that it took us from one to the next to the next. And they're actually crossing over into the eighth, the ninth, and the seventh tradition, which we'll get more in depth next month on the seventh. Okay? So I'm really uh-huh. excited. If there's any more questions on this stuff, when Chuds puts it up on Radio Free, okay, uh, you know, I put it up on my, I take it from Radio Free. I make sure it's on my, my, my Facebook page, okay? I would suggest anyone that's doing this here, get this here out there so more groups start discussing these issues so we can get more questions, uh, as we, as we go into the next traditions that we, 
can really discuss issues and, and then have enough people back on here for questions and answering stuff then at the end of it because I don't even know if Herman's there anymore if he's eaten yet, okay? But I, I'm really excited, okay? So I want to thank you guys for such great questions that you posted for us. And uh, I want to thank Chubbs for setting this up for us and setting the time aside where we can have an open discussion on these traditions without having a debate and talking about the white elephant in our rooms that's, that's weighing us down right now and stopping our flow of carrying our message. Thank you. Hey, thank you. And I just want to leave this with people. When we talk on this podcast, I, I think it's uh, maybe clear by now, but hopefully, maybe it's not. But, uh, yeah, sometimes people will see things coming out of the fellow service conference or they'll hear things that aren't even true and assume that, the fellowship is somehow being told something. No, this is where groups come together and communicate. And when we talk on this podcast and, and give uh, our understanding of things, or, or we're at that fellowship service conference and groups are giving their opinions and individual NA members are, are sharing their experience with things, this isn't a directive to the fellowship. This is information to take back to your home groups and discuss them the only place that the power exists in your home group. And, and nobody's given direction that this is how you have to do anything. We're just putting information out there that is not being put out there that should be and and uh it's for your home groups to decide and so hopefully people listening to this podcast will will talk about it in their home groups because the authority's not here it's not with you it's not with me it's not with anybody else it's with a loving god expressed at your group level and i i think when we we focus on that we we can't go wrong when we uh put it there so thanks to everybody for listening and we well, will, I, I have a close uh, i have a closing statement okay yeah. I'll let I you wrap to... it up then, and I'm not going to say yeah, another word well, after. Well, I just have a closing statement that I'd like to share with people. When when Chubbs and I are doing this, we're sharing our experience with these traditions. I'm sharing my experience with people like Jimmy Kennan that I experienced with, with uh, Greg uh, Pierce and Joe Proctor and Jim Nichols and Gino from Texas. Uh, these are men that have passed, and I'm collectively sharing uh, what they shared with me on these traditions, okay? And then my collective experience through group conscience since 1979 and what our group looks at and how we look at things. And it's, it's, uh, and we hopefully will, pe- people will start discussing the white elephants in the room because, you know, what was shared at the fellowship service conference, and I want to touch on that one little bit before I close, is we talked about, uh, MAT, which is medical assistant treatment flowing into our rooms, which we are endorsing that in the rooms of Narcotics Anonymous today, and uh, that groups should discuss these type of issues and, and come back with solutions on these issues. It was no one's personal opinion, no one's emotions that were shared there, and I didn't actually share right. my opinion on these issues. I shared our group's philosophy on this issue. We're total absence from any mood changes, substance, minor or chemical, uh, uh, chemical from the historical perspective group. His, uh, recovery first shared the same thing. The first group in Allentown, Pennsylvania, their philosophy has been that since 1979, and the historical perspective group has been that since 1989, since I, we formed them off the historical, I mean, off the recovery first group of Narcotics Anonymous. And that, uh, that philosophy has stood and been tested time, and that's our group philosophy. I didn't share any of my personal philosophies or any of my emotional issues that I go through with this stuff, and yet my name has been out there on the Internet that I'm basically, uh, you know, 
against all these type of issues when I'm not for them, I'm not against them, but Narcotics Anonymous is total absence from any mood change or something other chemical, and the basic text backs this up and read the book, and it's in the book. So, uh, and the conference makes no decisions to their proposals, and they go back to groups, right. and groups make the decisions. The groups bring the proposals to the conference, not the conference to the groups. It's all the groups do right. is share an open forum, and they share ideals, and then they go back to the groups and share the ideals with groups, and then if the groups decide there should be some type of proposal, they bring it to the conference, and then the conference sends it back to the groups, okay, and then the groups communicate with the group that brought the proposal, and then they formulate it into a motion, and then it comes up the following year as a motion. Yeah, and that's how it's done, okay? Yep. It's all the groups communicating this back and forth. So the conference is a communication network. It's not a structure that directs, you know, and I want right. to close that up with that, okay, because I think people got misconceptions about what we're about, just like here, this service that we're providing is a service that comes through the autonomy, um, you know, the uh, Unity Network, okay? And it's providing a, a platform for us to discuss these type of issues, and it doesn't direct any groups. Take the information, use it as you may, discuss it with your groups, and then if you're on Radio Free, post the questions, or if you know someone that's on Radio Free that you're going through Facebook with, post questions to them, and they'll get the questions up, and we'll discuss them more in depth. And it's a tool for groups to, to, to have as information is what it is. So thank you for allowing me to participate in this process. Thank you, Bill. You have been listening to Autonomous Unity. 